This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Selling a little or a lot? Do your thing however you cha-ching with Shopify, the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. Get a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash offer 23. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds, owner of Mint Mobile, with a message for everyone paying big wireless way too much. Please, for the love of everything good in this world, stop. With Mint, you can get premium wireless for just $15 a month. Of course, if you enjoy overpaying, no judgments, but that's weird. Okay, one judgment. Anyway, give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. New activation and upfront payment for three-month plan required. Taxes and fees extra. Additional restrictions apply. See mintmobile.com for full terms. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Selling a little or a lot? Do your thing however you cha-ching with Shopify, the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. Get a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash offer 23. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. Not only have I been the owner of Mint Mobile for the last few years, I've also been a customer. I don't know if you knew this, but anyone can get the same premium wireless for $15 a month plan that I've been enjoying. It's not just for celebrities, so do like I did and have one of your assistant's assistants switch you to Mint Mobile today. I'm told it's super easy to do at mintmobile.com slash switch. New activation and upfront payment for three-month plan required. Taxes and fees extra. Additional restrictions apply. See mintmobile.com for full terms. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds, owner of Mint Mobile, with a message for everyone paying big wireless way too much. Please, for the love of everything good in this world, stop. With Mint, you can get premium wireless for just $15 a month. Of course, if you enjoy overpaying, no judgments, but that's weird. Okay, one judgment. Anyway, give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. New activation and upfront payment for three-month plan required. Taxes and fees extra. Additional restrictions apply. See mintmobile.com for full terms. Tis the season to shine with H&M. Discover the holiday collection and find fashionable pieces for your wardrobe or for under the tree. Get inspired and dazzle with this year's glam. From tuxedo styles, bow detailed pieces, impressive prints, and more. From unforgettable looks to unforgettable gifts. With fashion finds to home decor, find it all at H&M. Treat your loved ones and yourself this season. Shop in-store or at hm.com. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Selling a little or a lot? Do your thing however you cha-ching with Shopify, the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. Get a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash offer 23. Tis the season to shine with H&M. Discover the holiday collection and find fashionable pieces for your wardrobe or for under the tree. Get inspired and dazzle with this year's glam. From tuxedo styles, bow detailed pieces, impressive prints, and more. From unforgettable looks to unforgettable gifts. With fashion finds to home decor, find it all at H&M. Treat your loved ones and yourself this season. Shop in-store or at H&M.com. One of my colleagues, we were in a meeting the other day and she said, I'm really good at running away from the now. Mm. And I was like, oh my gosh, that like totally hits, like that totally hits home. You know, I'm really good at running away from the now. And I knew what she meant. What she meant is, you know, I'm really good at running away from being intentional. I'm really good at running away from being in the present moment. Hey, my name is Veronica Cisneros, and I am a licensed marriage and family therapist, a mama of three girls, and married for 23 years. I am obsessed with helping you navigate through the seasons of marriage. 
helping couples like you break free from feeling like roommates. I will teach you the secrets to having a healthy marriage by providing tools and tips to help you reconnect in a way that you can't keep your hands off each other, where flirting and kissing is the norm in your household. Setting intentional time to date, get to know and support each other's dreams and goals so that you can grow together without keeping score or judging one another. Where you feel seen and heard even when you disagree. Where arguments end with mutual respect and understanding. Where you work together to build and strengthen your family so no one feels like they're carrying the weight of the family on their own. These are the necessary skills your children need for you to model so that they develop healthy relationships and thrive in life. This is the Empowered and Unapologetic Podcast. Hey ladies, welcome to the Empowered and Unapologetic Podcast. I am your host, Veronica Cisneros. Today's guest is a breast cancer survivor, Hashimoto's warrior, number one Amazon best-selling author, and host of the Grateful Warrior Podcast, Holly Bertone. Holly has spent 25 years rising through the ranks of consulting and federal government service before her failing health shattered her corporate dreams. Since then, she has leaned into her path of true purpose and fulfillment as a gratitude and mindset coach by helping women view their cancer or autoimmune diagnosis as a gift so that they can unwrap their resilience to build fortitude with gratitude. Holy shit, Holly, you are a complete badass. Welcome. Thank you so much, Veronica. Thank you so much for having me. I appreciate that that kind introduction. Yeah, absolutely. So, I mean, right now, and I it, I didn't even think about this until it just dawned on me as I'm like going through all of all of these. I want to say all of these successes. Um, even I love the way you said it as a gift, the autoimmune um, and cancer as a gift. We'll cover this, you know, later on in the Yeah, episode. we can get into that. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah. one thing that I want to mention is my grandmother, she was um, diagnosed as, um, she was diagnosed with cancer and she just had her uterus removed. Oh, wow. I didn't know that I was going to go there until I was reading it and we'll see where we go. But today I want to definitely ask, or for right now, I want to ask, that kind of threw me for a loop right now as, as I was reading it because it was so powerful. Yeah. Um, that was totally not expected, but we're going to leave that there. Um, can you please share with us your story? Absolutely, Veronica. And and I actually want to make sure I I, I touch on that in a in a second. And yeah. number one with your grandmother, and then number two um, with the gift. But you know, it's my story's been kind of a series of reinventing myself over and yeah. over again. You know, having a lot of success and then having a lot of failure, and then having a lot of success and then having a lot of failure. And I was the quintessential type A overachiever, which I think is partly why I hit rock bottom three times with my health, because that's what overachievers do, right? Yeah. Like, I couldn't just settle for hitting rock bottom once. It had to be three times. Duh. <laughs> yeah, uh, we'll get into that. But um, yeah, so on the corporate side, I was the chief of staff for one of those three-letter federal government agencies that they make TV shows about. We'll just leave it at that. You can, mm -hmm. you know take a wild guess which one. Um, it was my dream job. I mean, I literally had wanted to work there since I was 17 years old. So I was in my dream job. I was in a dream career. I climbed the corporate ladder. I had gone as high as you can go before getting into the, um, the SES level. I was racing Xterra races, which are the, they're the triathlons, but the, they're the off-road triathlons. Cause it wasn't, you know, couldn't be just a triathlon. No, oh, no, no. <laughs> had to be an off-road triathlon with mountain bikes and, <laughs> and, uh, the off-road runs and, and everything. And I also raced mountain bikes and rock climbed and I took, uh, Muay Thai classes. So yeah, there was a little badassery going on. Yeah, a, a thousand percent. Um, yeah. I drank margaritas with my girlfriends, traveled all over. I was living what I thought was my best life. I was living in sin, um, with my then boyfriend and, literally thought that this was my best life. And then um, at one point when I was 38 years old, rolled over one morning and I felt the lump. Mm -hmm. And I 
that place deep, deep down that you don't want to listen to, but the voice is still there. I knew what it was the second I felt it. But then I was like, I'm healthy. I race Xterras. I'm 38 years old, right? Breast cancers for grandmothers. It's not, it's not for women who are in their thirties. Um, this is all the things going on, you know, in my head that I'm too young for this. Fast forward, um, after all the tests, I was diagnosed on my 39th birthday. Wow. And yeah, I was commuting home on the train. We were living right outside of Washington, DC. And it was um a doctor that wasn't my doctor, but from the office called. And he was um very flat. He said, I'm sorry to let you know that you have breast cancer, but don't worry, it's the good kind. And you need to call a surgeon. Here's a recommendation. And I mean, hearing that news, it just like everything just stops, like just time just stops at that moment in time. And it's, it's almost like you're in that movie and then everything just is, is spinning. Yeah. And just the ignorance to say that it was the good kind. Fast yeah. forward, it was a lazy tumor. It was a small and lazy tumor. But don't ever call any kind of cancer the good kind. No. There's no such thing. No. No such thing. Um, So that was my 39th birthday. And I went through the uh, traditional treatment. I went through um, uh, surgery and then chemo and then radiation. And throughout this time, um, my boyfriend proposed um, I was going through treatment. His, his son at the time was, I think six. So he was still six or seven. Um, so he was still very young and, you know, we would be on the couch together and he'd put on SpongeBob and, you know, he called me stepmom, you know, so he's like, stepmom, let's watch SpongeBob. It'll make your cancer better. You know, it's very Mm. cute. You know, at that age, they just, you know, they just don't know. Um, you know, I was, I was a PTA mom. I'd go into to class and I'd wear a pink wig because I was bald and he thought it was the yeah. coolest thing, you know, yeah. and, and all the girls in the class like, Oh, your stepmother has a pink wig. That's so cool. Yeah. And, you know, and he's like, yeah, she's got cancer and she's got this, wear this pink wig. It's so cool. Like they don't, they don't have any, Mm-mm. they have no clue. And to go through treatment and to kind of be in that place to, watch the innocence of all of this, um, was, was very special. And a shout out to, to your listeners who are from blended families. Cause it's yeah. a very, it's a very special place to begin with. And then you add on, you know, something like this. Um, but yeah, he was, he was a trooper and, you know, trying to be a sexy fiance and yeah. you know, all of, all of the things. And, you know, I was smelled like chemo funk. I was missing part of my breast. I was thrown into chemical menopause, I mean, all of these things. And, you know, it, it was such a huge blow to the self-esteem. Like I went, you know, you said the, the, the badassery of, you know, being that athlete, being on top of my game at work, just being absolutely unstoppable, um, you know, empowered and unapologetic and then falling from grace and having just being absolutely good at having everything taken from me feeling like my body just is gone, you know, Mm -hmm. and what defined me as a woman was gone, you know, it was completely bald. It was, and, and trying to figure out how to pick up the pieces. And I used humor as a coping mechanism. So I would joke, I said, um, you know, some girls get earrings for their birthday. Some girls get flowers for their birthday. My gift was breast cancer. Yeah. I said it so many times in jest, trying to cope, trying to find a way to cope, right? That was the only reason I was saying that. And at some point, I started to believe myself. The words that we say are very powerful. Because at some point, at some point, it was about a month or two after the diagnosis and kind of after the death settled with everything. And I was on a track, um, you know, with my with my plan, with my uh, treatment plan that I just felt this peace about me that I was like, okay, it is a gift. I had no idea what it meant at the time. No clue, right? No idea. This was back in 2010. I had no idea what was ahead of me. I just knew that it was a gift because I said it so many times to myself. Fast forward, um, when treatment ended, 
I kept getting sicker. I did not get better. And all throughout treatment, I kept pushing myself. I would, I was still working. They gave me all the accommodations in the world, but I refused because I had an office to run. I had, you know, as a manager, I had people and responsibilities and I didn't want cancer to change anything. So I kept running a million miles an hour. So in addition to my life as, you know, with a high powered management job and stress and, you know, being athletic and being a PTA mom and a, you know, a new fiance, a new stepmother, all of the things I was now added cancer treatment to yeah. my week already full schedule, yeah. already full schedule. So, you know how they say when like God gives you a whisper and then he kind of gives you a louder voice. And then all of a sudden there's a bunch of screaming. So <laughs> yeah. my body was screaming. I didn't listen to the quieter voices. No. And so after treatment ended, I kept getting sicker and I was like, what is wrong with me? And I talked to my doctors. I said, all the girls out there in support group, they're running these 5k pink ribbon races. I can't get out of bed. They're like, no, no, no. Your body's gone through a bunch of changes. It's just going to take time. I'm like, no, something is wrong. So I kept pushing and pushing for answers. And finally, a year later, I was diagnosed with Hashimoto's thyroiditis, which is an autoimmune condition. Yeah. And again, I was like, okay, give me a pill. Let me be better and let me continue. Let's get back to my life the way it used to be. And not to necessarily compare autoimmune and cancer. They have a very different beast Mm -hmm. about them. Mm -hmm. Um, And everyone's journey is different. But for me, the autoimmune disease and probably some of the latent side effects from chemo brought about some extreme debilitating fatigue. So in addition to all the other symptoms, there were days I couldn't get out of bed. And it got so bad over the years. In 2017, I was forced to resign. It was that bad. Yeah. Wow. All of the legal protections of the federal government and somehow my managers figured out a way to force me to resign. So my rock bottom, my health had hit rock bottom three times at that point. That was the third time. And again, you you hear you you hear the whispers, you hear the screams, like I kept going. I did not know how to stop. Yeah. Until my body made me. Until my body made me so sick. I couldn't even move. I couldn't function. I couldn't get out of bed. Yeah. Why do you think that is? Why do you think that you were still, even though your body's telling you to stop, even though like, you know, you had the whisper, you know, God's whisper, you've had God literally screaming. Why do you think it is that you kept pushing forward? Why did you keep on running? I didn't, I didn't want to accept that I was a different person. I thought that what I had prior to getting sick was the perfect life. I thought that that's what life was supposed to look like to have the high power job, to, you know, party with your friends, to travel everywhere, to, you know, be the, the super athlete. I thought that that's what we were supposed to do. I thought that that's, that, that was, that's the path. That's the rules. That's what we were supposed to do. What purpose did that give you? Um, I mean, it made me feel successful, but it took, years after rock bottom number three, it took quite a few years to realize that there's a whole different purpose in life and chasing after the high stress is not part of it. No, no. I, you know, I'm, I'm asking these questions because a lot of us stay there. It doesn't matter, you know, how, you know, stay at home mothers, you know, high professional women, a lot of us, we get so wrapped up in checking that box. Yeah. yeah. Checking that box. It feels validating. It feels, you know, um, empowering. You know, there's so many emotions that are attached to those boxes being checked and how we define success. But one of my colleagues, we were in a meeting the other day and she said, I'm really good at running away from the now. Mm. And I was like, oh my gosh, 
that like totally hits like that totally hits home. You know, I'm really good at running away from the now. And I knew what she meant. What she meant is, you know, I'm really good at running away from being intentional. I'm really good at running away from being in the present moment. And I know I've been guilty of that myself. And there are still times, even though I know better, I think we all know better, you know, that I'm still there. And so it sounds like one of the biggest things you weren't willing to admit is, is just that, like, no, Holly, this isn't good. Like, you really need a rest. And this, this is getting worse. What did that mean? So if you were sick or if you were dying or if you were like, whatever term, I'm not even sure whatever term you want to wrap, wrap, or you, you, you had, um, you had at that moment, but what did that mean to you? Let actually, I have a kind of a quick story to share that I think will answer that question. Yeah. Um, so before, right before I was forced to resign and things were at their worst. And I remember, you know, coming home from work and, you know, homework and dinner and all the things and just going nonstop. Yeah. And I'm like, I remember reading about, you know, oh, you're supposed to reduce your stress. Right. So I remember I ran downstairs. That's where the the bathtub was. And I turned on the water and, you know, it's like, it takes a few minutes, right. For the bathtub to, to fill up. And I remember standing there in my head, like hurry up, hurry up, hurry up. Yeah. Like to the water. Yeah. The the water's going to fill when the water fills. There's nothing I can do that's going to make it fill any faster. But I can do like 10 other things. Right. Right. And I'm there and like my heart is racing, like hurry up, hurry up, hurry up. I need to relax. Yeah. And I get in the tub and I was like, looking at the time, I'm like, okay, I've got 10 minutes, relax, go. Yeah. How many things are wrong with that? Is, is, is there a problem if I'm like, oh my God, I totally identify with that. Yeah. Hurry up water. Yeah. No, right. a, a thousand percent. At the, but I think we can all, that's the problem. We can all relate to that. I know. I, and, I didn't but, know I was in it. I didn't know I was yeah. in it. I did no. not know. I didn't know how bad it was. Yeah. So it's that moment that you're, you know, like literally urgent, like there's this, there's this urge or there's this, um, you know, strong desire for that water to like pour faster. Yeah. So after you had that like light bulb moment, wait a minute, I'm trying to hurry up and relax. Was that the turning point? Um, no, it was when I was forced to resign. And I had kind of everything taken away from me again, um, you know, hitting rock bottom for the third time. And I mean, there were days I couldn't get out of bed, but I would figure out a way to, you know, make dinner for the family and to make sure that that, you know, house was still running, even, you know, doing what I could, even though my body was still saying rest and stop. Um, and, and I realized that um, this is not the way it's supposed to be. No, like I did not sign up for this and something has to change. And just realizing that I needed to take some responsibility for my health, that if I continue down this path, I don't know what's going to happen. So I went uh, back to school. Yeah. Um, I went online and became a certified natural health coach Um, at the time had no interest in actually coaching clients, which I do now, (laughs) it was for me, it was for me to kind of get back to the basics, realizing that, you know, all of those years of being an athlete, I would, you know, eat bagels for breakfast and consider a bag of M&Ms lunch. I would have six cans of Mm Coca-Cola a day. I, a pint of ice cream was dinner. I mean, yeah. my diet was atrocious. Yeah, You know, I was in a high stress job. My diet was atrocious. I was pushing myself physically, mentally, emotionally, everything. And, you know, going back to school and, and kind of taking that assessment of myself and realizing there's, there's a better way out there. Why do you think that is like one thing I heard you say um, over and over? And, and again, I can totally relate with this. If I stop running, if I stop doing all of these things, then I'm a failure. I'm unworthy. Yeah. Yeah. Right. I don't have purpose. Yeah, exactly. I have no purpose. 
And the minute that job was taken from you, it's like now somebody's validating that I have no purpose. And I, and at that point I have like, literally, I'm, I mean, you probably do. And yes, you do. But in that moment, it was like, I've hit rock bottom and I figured it out. I got my ass up and I kept on going. And then, you know, I got this diagnosis. I got this diagnosis. It's okay. I'm going to keep on running. Like, it's fine. It's fine. And then I'm going to rest and then I'm going to do this. And then I'm going to still be sexy for my fiance. And I'm still going to show up. I'm, I'm going to show up. I'm going to keep on doing this. But the minute that job was taken away, it's like, holy shit. Like that was such a huge piece of my, there's identity. like no more magic tricks. Like I'm out of magic tricks. Yeah. You're absolutely right on that. My entire identity was taken away at that point. Yeah. That's so crazy. That And, and I, I say that because like, there, you know, when we talked about this offline, but <clears throat> there's so many damn red flags. There's so many red flags. There's people that'll tell you, you know, I don't know how you do this. Like, how do you do it all? And it's like, girl, I'm successful here, but I'm gonna tell you I'm failing here. And Shonda Rhimes, I don't know if you've heard Shonda Rhimes. Mm-hmm. She was, she did that commencement speech. And she had said, you know, people ask me, how do I do it all? And she's like, the honest truth. She goes, my, my, my answer that I would give before was, you know, I just have a lot of help. I was like, yeah, you know, she's onto something. But the minute she said, if I'm succeeding in one area in my career, then I'm failing as a mom. I'm succeeding with this show, but I'm failing because I missed my kid's recital. And I'm succeeding here, but I'm failing here. Damn, that hit home. So you went ahead and went back to school. What was that an attempt of? Was that in an attempt of finding a new magic trick, finding another purpose? Like At that point, I just wanted to heal myself. I just wanted to feel better. I did not want to live a life of, you know, barely being able to get out of bed. Yeah. That was the only... Doctors weren't helping you. Doctors weren't helping. No. So, um, and I did all the right things. Yeah. And it moved, it moved the needle to a degree, but it wasn't until I started addressing my emotions that things started to open up. Yeah. And, and it's funny. It's, it's, um, you know, and, and, and I work with this every week with, with my own coach and, it's just the go, the go, the go, but you got to stop and be in the flow too. Yeah. And to stop and be present, to stop and be in the fields and to stop and address all that stuff from the past that's going to yeah. keep coming up, that's going to keep it's, you know, it's, it's, I like to call it the monster under the bed, whether you're looking mm. for it or not, whether you check every night or not, that monster yeah. is still under the bed until you address it. Yeah. And, you know, just being bullied as a child, like I had a great childhood, but I was bullied, you know, and I was living a a very unhealthy and stressful life. And, you know, there's a lot of risk factors that went into, I don't, I can't wave a magic wand and go back in time and say, this is the exact reason I got sick, but there was a lot of reasons, you know, there was a lot of factors that played into it. And it wasn't until I started really swimming upstream and looking at the root cause and looking at my lifestyle and addressing the emotional component and the mindset component and realizing that that was really the key to start opening the doors. Yeah. And realizing that my life was not about the go, 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 that my life needed to be more about the purpose. How did gratitude come in? So when, um, when I was growing up, my mother's life mantra, she kept saying it builds fortitude, it builds fortitude. And she had some, some health issues her entire life. So I kind of witnessed her and I always thought, oh, it's, it's the, like, when you're kind of down and out, it's the, the fortitude, like that's what, you know, the, yeah. that's what makes you stronger. Right. Yeah. And she actually passed in 2019 and I was kind of at the early stages of my gratitude journey at that point. And I realized that it wasn't the quote unquote, it wasn't the storms of life that built, that built the fortitude, like looking back at her entire life after she had passed and realizing how much of a life full of just love and happiness and mm-hmm. peace and gratitude that she had, how absolutely centered she was even through everything and yeah. having that level of gratitude, it didn't matter what the day brought. 
she was always so grateful for everything. And that's when I started, you know, diving into the research and realizing that gratitude builds fortitude. Gratitude actually does build mental strength. Yeah. And that's when I was like, I'm onto something here. <laughs> and you want to, you want to know what's crazy, Veronica was, um, I was already growing my pink fortitude community at that time. And, you know, talking about kind of healthy living and healthy lifestyle. And I brought gratitude to my community. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You want to know what happened? It was such a foreign concept. And a lot of the women that I work with have similar types of health challenges. Yeah. And they couldn't even grasp the concept of gratitude because it, it was a very similar concept as self-love and self-worth and having that, you know, that level of confidence, right? It's all kind of playing in the same game, the love and the happiness, right? They all play in the same circle. They all play in the same sandbox. Yeah. And having gone through those challenges myself, I realized that, wow, that's really powerful when gratitude isn't landing, when someone doesn't feel worthy of gratitude. And that's when I was like, okay, things, things need to shift here because you are worthy. You are worthy of gratitude. You are worthy of love. You are worthy of loving yourself. You are worthy, period. And gratitude's just, it, I call it the gateway drug. It opens the doors to so many things. Um, what doors did it open for you? You know, it took, it took a while. Mm-hmm. Um, it opened up a level of self-love that I didn't realize was possible. Yeah. It opened up a level of worthiness that mm-hmm. I did not think was possible. It opened up a sense of purpose that I didn't think was possible. It opened up a sense of taking care of my body and nourishing my body rather than just beating my body up either as a competitive athlete or as someone who was sick. Yeah. Um, To just honor my body in whatever capacity the day brings to, to honor it, to feed it, to nourish Mm -hmm. it. Every single cell, every single cell of our body, it, Responds to the food we eat, what we drink, yeah. our thoughts, our emotions, what we tell ourselves, and and just that level of the the self love, the self worth, the the confidence, and just being able to be in a place where I actually love my body and honor my body again. I love that. I know looking for the right therapist can be challenging. However, feeling overwhelmed and disconnected is even harder. Life is filled with several twists and turns, some more severe than others. We do our best to handle them as they come and find ourselves at a loss, not knowing what to do or who to turn to. The clinicians here at Outside the Norm Counseling are here to help. We are here to assist you through this time of need. Together, we will identify your strengths and goals and teach you healthy coping skills. Together, we will develop a plan to help you live the life you want to live. Our team is compassionate, genuine, and we take a great deal of pride in providing an empathetic, non-judgmental approach to all of our clients. It's time you've waited long enough, whether it be for you, your child, or if you're in need of a couple session. We are highly trained clinicians ready to guide you. Schedule an appointment now by calling 951 995-3288. Again, that number is 951-395-3288. We're looking forward to meeting you and being a part of your journey. One thing that I love that you just pointed out is how in order for us to experience gratitude, that additional component or that that's needed is also that form of self-love. And it was missing in the community, you know, of women that you shared it with. Yeah, I, I I agree with you a thousand percent. A lot of us believe that our worth is based on how many things we accomplish or how successful we are, you know, or how many things we check off the list. But the reality is being able to love yourself versus trying to seek that validation and that acceptance from other people. It's so powerful. It's so powerful. 
And I know in my experience, by being able to do that, I'm I'm being work in progress for the rest of my life, right? Oh, we all are, right? right? <laughs> but I know for me, one thing that I, I constantly do, and I want to ask what you do to practice gratitude, one thing I'll do is before I would wake up and grab my phone, automatically grab my phone and you check my emails. I told my husband, if I'm going to cheat on you, it's definitely with my phone or my laptop because I'm checking the email and there's not a man on the other side of it. There's an email, there's a task, there's a, you know, a to-do list. Right. Um, and I was very, very guilty of that where, um, where my house is at, there's a lot of hot air balloons. And Mm. so every morning, um, as long as it's a nice day, I'll wake up to the hot air balloons. And so I'll just roll over and I see them, you know, um, in my backyard, literally. And um, it's, it's for me, it's me taking that moment to just experience peace, you know, and thankful that I woke up that morning, thankful that I have, you know, my family and my kids my health, what, whatever it is, you know, thankful that I'm alive, but it's like that, that has become so important to me every single morning, no matter what time I wake up at every single morning to roll over. Cause usually I'm sleeping on my, you know, my husband's like, he, <laughs> he tends to be a bed hog. He'll, he won't admit it, but, um, but I'll roll over. And it's like that moment where I get to experience just, I don't want to say all that life has to offer, but yeah, like being alive, participating in the moment. It's so special to me. In what ways do you practice gratitude? Yeah, that is, oh, thank, that is so beautiful. Thank you for sharing that. And, you know, it's, I used to be that person, but the second my eyes would open, that I had the million things going through my head. You know, I got to do this. I got to do this. I got to do this. And like, it was like nonstop. And to be in that place, like you said, you just kind of wake up and you're in that place of peace. Yeah. Um, So, you know, interestingly, the, the traditional way, and I did this as well, you know, they talk about making a list of three things you're grateful for. Mm. But what I found is that so many people, it's a list. Yeah. It's not actually gratitude. Why is it the damn list? Right. <laughs> what is up with the we're list? We're back to the list. Like we're checking the box. <laughs> and and I think that that's one of the big reasons why gratitude, I don't necessarily want to say it's failing people, but just isn't working to its optimal capacity. Yeah. Um, and, you know, if you feel good in that moment, but it's not a part of you, right? D- gratitude can either be a checkbox, something that you do, or it can be a part of your DNA. It can be part of every single cell and every single fiber in your body. Yeah. So, you know, to, you know, instead of the list of three things to focus on, you know, focus on something, whether it's one or two or three, whatever, and just go really deep, just mm-hmm. go really, really deep with how you feel and everything about that, every single nuance mm-hmm. about that person, that experience, that feeling, that everything. Yes. And at some point it's, it's not a light switch. It's not like it's, you're going to wake up one day and you're going to say, okay, today's the day that gratitude's <laughs> not something I do and it's who I am. It doesn't work that way, but it no. happens gradually over mm-hmm. time. And, mm-hmm. you know, at some point it stops being something that you do and starts being who you are. Yeah. And I actually use um, gratitude as a part of my meditation in the morning um, actually, um, I'm a certified six phase meditation facilitator. Okay. So it's a, it's actually a part of phase two and it's a huge piece of my meditation in the morning, yeah. but in terms of actually, it, it, you know, kind of quote unquote practicing gratitude, um, I don't practice gratitude anymore. If that sounds kind of crazy, yeah. Yeah. you know, I'm a gratitude and mindset coach and admit that I don't practice gratitude because yeah. it's a part of me 24 seven. Yep. You know, it's, it's, it, 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 I am grateful through it all, through the good times, the bad times, through what's currently going on for whatever's going to happen in the future, good, bad, or otherwise, like I'm grateful for all of it. 
And it's just a, it's a totally different mindset and, you know, and it does take a while to, to get to that place, Mm -hmm. but um, you know, and, and until you're there to be in that place, that gratitude's like going to the gym, you know, you gotta, you gotta exercise that muscle every single day Mm -hmm. until, until you, you actually start feeling, you know, that mental strength that comes with it. How did that shift your health, the relationships you were in? So you now adopting this new behavior, this new mindset, how did that shift your life for the better? You know, it's, I used to live in a world of past and future. Mm -hmm. So, you know, looking back at the things in the past that happened in a place of resentment or anger or shame or frustration or guilt or whatever pick a colorful emotion right yeah and then and looking at the future in a place of anxiety and fear and worry and all of the things and i think the most profound thing that gratitude has done is that I'm not saying there's no more, <laughs> yeah. but the level of past and the level of future is very minimal mm-hmm. and it's all about the present. And as someone who came from that, you know, quintessential overachieving type A, go, go, go personality to be able to slow down, to be in the present yeah. is if you would have asked me even three years ago. I would have said you're crazy. I would have said yeah. you're absolutely effing crazy. Yeah. Yeah. I did not think it was possible. I used to think that people were in the present. We're so yeah, weird. Yeah. Right. There's like weird. They're like hugging that, trees somewhere. Right. Right. right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Unicorns and glitter and yeah. 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 I joined the club. I joined the club. <laughs> but, you know, it's interesting. Um, you know, gratitude has such a profound effect on your brain and the, you know, the, the level of stress that you have in life to be able to reduce that stress state, to be able to calm that inflammation in your body, to, you know, help you to be healthier, to get sick less often, to even have the physical energy and strength to exercise more you know, to be less depressed, like it has all of these amazing benefits in yep. your brain and your body. But I think the biggest thing is that it does reduce that stress state. It helps you to go from, you know, the, the sympathetic, the, the, the fight, flight and freeze flight. Mm-hmm. To, to, the, the to the parasympathetic, mm-hmm. to the rest and digest and to mm-hmm. actually allow your body to heal. Yep. And that has, has been a, a very profound change that, that I've seen. And also my, my clients have seen as well. That is amazing. That is amazing. So Holly, how do people get in contact with you? How can we work with you? Yeah, absolutely. So since you're listening um, to this podcast here, just whatever platform you're on, jump on over. Um, my podcast is called Gratitude Builds Fortitude. And you can jump over and listen there. And I'm also on Instagram at holly.bertone. And you can just hit the link in bio for, um, you know, all the links there as well. Holly, this was amazing. Amazing. I love, I love, I love you. I love your story. I love just like, just what you're teaching women, you know, um, it is so powerful. It is so powerful in your story. I'm blown away by all that you've accomplished. And one of your biggest successes is finding yourself. Yeah. And and ultimately, truly healing, healing yourself. Yeah. Not a lot Thank of us can say that. Thank you so much for having me. It's just been such an honor to, to be here. And yeah, I look forward to connecting with everyone. Absolutely. Absolutely. Thank you again. Let's be honest, we can all use a little help in our marriage, especially when it comes to communicating. I have created a guide just for you. Five things that are killing your marriage tips from a therapist. Find out if you are making these marriage mistakes. 
Ladies, this guide is 100% free. I will give you practical tips and easy-to-use strategies to apply right away. You all know I'm a huge advocate for couples. I am on a mission to help you and your partner experience stress-free living. With this free guide, we are setting our marriages up for success. But it starts with you. You will find this free guide here in the show notes or go to www.veronicasisneros.org. The information I will be providing you is next level. And people pay good money to get these tips that I will be giving you for free. Don't forget to share this with a friend. What's up, ladies? Just want to let you guys know that your ratings and reviews for this podcast are greatly appreciated. If you love this podcast, please go to iTunes right now, write a review, rate the episode, and subscribe. Don't forget to share it with your friends. It's easy to blame ourselves for our struggles with alcohol. We see people around us being able to control their drinking without any consequences, yet no matter what we try, we can't seem to figure it out for ourselves. My name is Jillian Teets, and I am the host of the Sober Powered Podcast, where I use my biochemistry background to explain the latest research in addiction and help you understand both why you drink the way you do and how to develop the skills and mindset you need to find freedom from alcohol. I discuss topics like why we think about our drinking 24-7, why we have no off switch, and why we crave alcohol. If you're struggling with your drinking or you know someone who is, then I hope that you will check out the Sober Powered Podcast. New episodes every Friday. See you there. Addiction impacts all of us. Addiction's consequences run through all of us. From ourselves to our loved ones and through our communities, addiction creates so much loss and grief. My name is Dwayne Osterlin, and I'm the host of the Addicted Mind podcast, a show featuring personal stories, expert guests, and vital information about addiction and addiction recovery. We'll talk with leading treatment providers to discuss the latest research and treatment options for this devastating disease and advocate for mental health awareness. We discuss topics like the importance of creating a community of support to helping loved ones to some of the latest research on psychedelic medicines. The Addicted Mind podcast has been about creating hope, listening to stories of many amazing people that have overcome addiction and are thriving. If you or a loved one is struggling with addiction, subscribe to the Addicted Mind podcast wherever you get your podcasts or check out theaddictedmind.com. New episodes every Monday. See you there. Addiction impacts all of us. Addiction's consequences run through all of us. From ourselves to our loved ones and through our communities, addiction creates so much loss and grief. My name is Dwayne Osterlin, and I'm the host of the Addicted Mind podcast, a show featuring personal stories, expert guests, and vital information about addiction and addiction recovery. We'll talk with leading treatment providers to discuss the latest research and treatment options for this devastating disease and advocate for mental health awareness. We discuss topics like the importance of creating a community of support to helping loved ones to some of the latest research on psychedelic medicines. The Addicted Mind podcast has been about creating hope, listening to stories of many amazing people that have overcome addiction and are thriving. If you or a loved one is struggling with addiction, subscribe to the Addicted Mind podcast wherever you get your podcasts or check out theaddictedmind.com. New episodes every Monday. See you there. Addiction impacts all of us. Addiction's consequences run through all of us. From ourselves to our loved ones and through our communities, addiction creates so much loss and grief. My name is Dwayne Osterlin, and I'm the host of the Addicted Mind podcast, a show featuring personal stories, expert guests, and vital information about addiction and addiction recovery. We'll talk with leading treatment providers to discuss the latest research and treatment options for this devastating disease and advocate for mental health awareness. We discuss topics like the importance of creating a community of support to helping loved ones to some of the latest research on psychedelic medicines. The Addicted Mind podcast has been about creating hope, listening to stories of many amazing people that have overcome addiction and are thriving. If you or a loved one is struggling with addiction, subscribe to the Addicted Mind podcast wherever you get your podcasts or check out theaddictedmind.com. New episodes every Monday. See you there. I know. I know we've been taught that motherhood requires alcohol. I know we've been taught not to question our relationship with alcohol until we've lost everything. And I know we've been taught that if we do dare to examine our relationship with alcohol, 
we need to head straight to AA and declare ourselves an alcoholic who is powerless to alcohol forever. But what if all that isn't true? That's definitely not my story. I'm Suzanne, the host of the Sober Mom Life podcast. I'm an influencer who stopped drinking in January 2020, and since then, I've been telling the truth about motherhood, influencing, alcohol, and sobriety. If you suspect deep down that glass or three of wine at night might just be making motherhood harder, well, you're right. Come and join me as I chat with other sober and sober curious moms. Let's laugh, cry, and normalize sobriety together, all while we reheat our coffee for the fourth time today. It's easy to blame ourselves for our struggles with alcohol. We see people around us being able to control their drinking without any consequences, yet no matter what we try, we can't seem to figure it out for ourselves. My name is Jillian Teets, and I am the host of the Sober Powered Podcast, where I use my biochemistry background to explain the latest research in addiction and help you understand both why you drink the way you do and how to develop the skills and mindset you need to find free Freedom from alcohol. I discuss topics like why we think about our drinking 24-7, why we have no off switch, and why we crave alcohol. If you're struggling with your drinking or you know someone who is, then I hope that you will check out the Sober Powered Podcast. New episodes every Friday. See you there. Addiction impacts all of us. Addiction's consequences run through all of us. From ourselves to our loved ones and through our communities, addiction creates so much loss and grief. My name is Dwayne Osterlin, and I'm the host of the Addicted Mind podcast, a show featuring personal stories, expert guests, and vital information about addiction and addiction recovery. We'll talk with leading treatment providers to discuss the latest research and treatment options for this devastating disease and advocate for mental health awareness. We discuss topics like the importance of creating a community of support to helping loved ones to some of the latest research on psychedelic medicines. The Addicted Mind podcast has been about creating hope listening to stories of many amazing people that have overcome addiction and are thriving. If you or a loved one is struggling with addiction, subscribe to the Addicted Mind podcast wherever you get your podcasts or check out theaddictedmind.com. New episodes every Monday. See you there.